morning, friends. Good morning, everybody. Hey, Lou, how's it uh, going? Good. How are we doing today? Good, good. Um, so thank you all for joining us. Um, first thing I would like to say, as I do with every session I mention, but I don't start it off, I would like to start off by saying that all of this information is given to us by the scriptures, by the Gita, by Vedanta, Upanishads, and has come down to us, as Swami Parthasarthi says, from a galaxy of sages that it has been passed down to us from generation to generation, first orally and then through books and papers. Obviously, we don't know these sages that have passed it down. We can only look to the person that most immediately passed it down. And for that, I'm very grateful to Swami Parthasarthi and Gautam Jain, who has passed it down to us with the hope that we will pass it on to others from here. And so that's why I am doing what I ought to do, which is to pass this on <coughs> to others. And that's why I'm doing this. So we've been talking about the Gita in Chapter 12, the qualities of a devoted person, or in Sanskrit known as a bhakta, or a spiritual person, not somebody who goes to temples and gives charity just mm -hmm. by giving writing checks yeah. out to make himself feel better to have his name put on some say donated by such and such but for the right reasons so these qualities of a bhakta are 35 and as i've said again and again if you can find one quality that strikes a note within you you can then take that quality and then build on it and you'll see that the others tend to follow if you're aware of them so this quality number 20 is to be untroubled, to be untroubled, which means that we all get rid of what we tend to have, which are our emotions, where our mind is constantly disturbed by two things. One is worries about the past and anxieties about the future. Yes. Keep this Huge. in mind mm -hmm. constantly. What is the, the, the technique that we're learning now from Thich Nhat Hanh and the Asian, the Buddhist thing, is um, to focus on the present. Keep our mind exactly where it is. Don't think about the past. Don't think about the future. No worries about the past. No anxieties about the future. This is what the Gita has told us 5,000 years ago. Yeah. The Bhakta, a devotee, only thinks of reaching the self. He's not worried about things that happened in the past. That's gone. Don't think about the future. It's not here yet. Just think about the present and focus on the higher and what you need to do to help the world and others around you instead of focusing on what can I get. Unfortunately, our focus is often on what am I getting out of it? What can I do? What can make me more comfortable? The body says, I want better temperature, I want more food, I want something good to smell, I want something good to look at. The mind says, I want love, I want caring, I want somebody to do good to me, and the intellect is always saying I'm hungry for information. The focus should be on helping others, the focus should be on reaching the higher self, inner self, not what the body, mind, and intellect is asking for. When your focus is on the world, something good happens, to the body or the mind or the intellect, you get elated. When the focus is on the world, something bad happens, you get depressed. When the focus is on your higher self, no matter what happens outside, 
you're unconcerned. And that's what this quality number 20 is, that you're untroubled by whatever goes on um, around you. So that's quality number 20. And quality number 21 is renouncement of all undertaking. You are renouncing all undertaking, which does mean sometimes it's misunderstood that when you become a devotee, you should put on orange clothes, saffron-colored <laughs> clothes, go into the mountains, yep. and don't do anything. <laughs> That's not what this means. This means that you should not have the feeling that I did it. You're renouncing the undertaking of that by yourself. If you do something, don't have your name on it. Don't put your name to say, I did this. Don't expect people to say, wow, you did yeah. such a good job. That I-ness is out of there. I have done this. I started it. I undertook this. This can only come when you recognize how can you renounce undertaking? How can you get past that? If you To get past it, if you instead of focusing on I did it, I did this, you say, what has been the contribution of others to this? The Gita comes to us from a galaxy of sages, but our immediate w was from Swami Parthasarthi and Gautam Jain. If you give credit to others, then you give away credit from yourself. You don't take credit yourself. It becomes a lot easier. It's not easy in the beginning because people tend to want their own name there, their own qualities there. They, in, to the extent that you are a spiritual person, to that extent you do not have an ego. And you, it comes with practice. Yeah. You become humble when you realize that my work is only a drop in the ocean of everything else that has, not even a drop, it's that little. Right. Okay, so now we go to chapter seven, to verse 17 in chapter 12. Verse 17 gives four qualities, one after the next. Quality number 22, 23, 24, and 25. Those qualities says, the verse says, a bhakta does not rejoice or hate or grieve or desire. So when your thoughts are on a desire, then you think about what you're getting back from it. You're right. not thinking about why you're doing it. Where your thoughts are determines on whether you are spiritual or material. So as you're doing it, if your thoughts are spiritual, to say, I'm doing this because I ought to do it, then you're not thinking about what I'm getting from it. If you get it, just put it away and don't say, wow, I got this. That's not your purpose in the first place, not what you're getting out of it. So when, while you're thinking about doing it, you don't rejoice because it's, there's, that wasn't the purpose in the first place. Right. And if it doesn't succeed, you don't hate or you don't grieve. And there's no desire behind it. So a bhakta's thoughts are all on self-realization, and that is what makes him blissful. Because he's constantly blissful and happy, regardless of what happens to anything that he has uh, undertaken or done. So the next quality, number 26, is that a bhakta is renouncer of good and evil. In the previous quality, we were talking about the bhakta's internal state. His internal feelings are not affected by what happens on the outside. In this quality, you're a renouncer of good and evil on the what happens in the external world. We are all affected by what happens in the external world. Why? Because we are dependent 
on an external outcome for our internal happiness, right? Yeah. Your internal happiness, if you have this focus on external things, you're looking to say, if that happens on the outside, then internally I'll be happy. Right. If you don't rely on that external outcome, your internal happiness is not dependent on it. So you're a renouncer of good and evil, whatever happens on the outside, you're, you're saying internally I'm okay. Right. That doesn't bother me. When you're already happy internally, you will not depend on an external source. So you must be self-sufficient internally. And it doesn't come automatically. It has to be developed as you develop your intellect. As you develop your intellect, your self-sufficiency increases. Right. Your bondage, as Gautam Jain calls it, your bondage to the external world and the outcomes of the external world get less and less. The minute you start to shift your focus on the higher, on the self, you are starting on your journey to self-realization. And the last quality that we're going to talk about right now is the 27th quality, which is alike to friend and foe, alike to honor and dishonor, alike to heat and cold, joy and sorrow. So you are alike <clears throat> to each one of these things. Now, each one of these, you're talking about either the body or the mind or the intellect, mm -hmm. if you notice. So the body talks about heat and cold, the temperature. Right. You're alike because your body is under your control To us, if you're a spiritual person. It doesn't matter if it's hot. It doesn't matter if it's cold. Your body says, I, your mind, you are able to control your desires of your body, saying, I wanted this temperature, not right. that temperature. Alike to heat and cold, joy and sorrow refers to the mind, which is emotions. Emotions get high, get low, but if your mind is in control, you don't have any feelings of joy or sorrow. You're constantly at one level. And honor and dishonor comes from the intellect. The intellect says, wow, you gave me an honor. You put me on this pedestal. You gave me a good thing. I feel good about it because the intellect is right. happy. And you insulted me. That's dishonor. So he's talking about the body, the mind, and the intellect. So a spiritual person, as one develops, starts to minimize his influence from his body, his mind, and intellect, so he starts to become alike to both all of these things. Alike to friend and foe. So who is a friend? Why is somebody your friend and another is not your friend or your foe? Whoever fulfills your desire yeah. and caters to you is somebody you feel, feel is your friend. If he caters to you, you say, ah, oh, he's a nice guy. Why? Because whatever you like, he's catering to you. You're getting something from him. Right. Somebody who argues with you and says he wants it his way, not your way, you say, I don't like him. So you're alike to friend and foe because you have no desires. So everybody's your friend. And that's what this 27th quality is. So next time we'll go on. We have 28 through 35. We can do that in, in one uh, session. And then that will be done with the 35 qualities. So again... My thanks to all of you for joining us. Please send in your comments, your criticisms, your thoughts, and I'll be happy to answer. Lou, thank you so much.